0: On today's program, Joyce and her guest will help you learn how to get your second wind. Now here's our host, Joyce Buford.
1: Good morning. Welcome to Second Wind. Let me tell you how Second Wind was created, because that's why I hope you're here. You know, when I went through my own life-changing experience, I pretty well had to put all my pieces together again. And so it was because of my own transition that I felt just I needed to, I needed to share the message. So second wind was created for really three, three reasons. One to tell you that, you know, we all have those times. We all have times of transition that really do knock us to our knees and it takes getting a second wind to get up and start going again. So that was the first thing. The other was, you know, I wanted you to hear people that have gone through difficult times, that you would receive from them the energy or maybe even get ideas of things that you could pursue. They would share something with you that would inspire you to get up, to know your life's not over, there's another story coming your way, and that's why you need to be on Second Wind every Tuesday or come back to the recordings. I wanted you to have that challenge, and I wanted you to know you. life is just made out of changes. And so Second Wind was begun, and I wanted you to be able to choose. So as I chose, I chose to be a speaker in a, a coach to help other women go through their transitions and to make their stories bigger and brighter and worth living. So I created the second the uncover your hidden genius program as well and I also do this radio show. So I welcome you today. But my question today in addition is how does somebody become a spiritual psychic. How does somebody have that is talent or that intuition to be able to read another person's energy and share what she knows from people in the in their past or to know what's good options for them in the in the future. I find this very fascinating. And so when I've made a trip to Sedona, Arizona which I consider one of the most beautiful spiritual places on this earth, I connected with a very interesting lady and in in turn received some of her wisdom. Her name is Scotty Little Star and she is a spiritual psychic in Sedona at the Center for the New Age. We visited, we visited numerous of times. I've always been enlightened and walked away with a confidence and a, a, a just a peaceful knowledge of what she has shared with me and what I have seen come true in my life. So anyway, I'm happy to welcome Scotty Little Star with me today as my guest. So welcome, Scotty. Hi, Joyce. How are you? I'm fabulous. How are you? (laughs) I'm really on a high because I'm so excited that you're with us today, that you can share this fascinating field that you are in. And it's always my question when I visit with a guest. How did you get there? Are you just... In, in your case, Scotty, did you just did you know all along that you had this ability, or was it like an overnight dropped on you? Here you have it, and <laughs> and what are you going to do with it, girl? So, how? Well, just tell us a little bit about your uh, capability, your ability to read and and share with. How did that develop?
2: Well. In the beginning, <laughs> yes. I, um, I, my two backgrounds are, believe it or not, bill collections
3: mm-hmm. with banks
2: and collection agencies, and law enforcement dispatching. Oh, so people can't believe that I have such strong backgrounds, <laughs> and and that I'm a full time spiritual psychic today. Uh huh. And um, I was actually drawn to it. I had read a book at a friend's house called Sedona, or the you know there was something about Sedona. And I came here the first time with three friends. And we went to, I think, two of the four vortexes. But it was the second visit when I came here. And I visited friends that had moved here a year before. And they were doing readings for me and stuff out of their home. It was just fun stuff to do. And and Spirit kept saying, you know, you're supposed to take your place amongst the leaders and the healers of the world. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. And and I just... um, didn't think much of it. I mean, I had a good life in in uh, San Diego area. Mm-hmm. I had a good job. Mm-hmm. I had I had a spiritual friends. Um, I was actually even doing readings by that time because of a course that I'd gone to that helped build up my self esteem and self confidence issues. Because in the beginning, I was just reading from tarot cards uh, that I would carry around in my purse for fun. I mean, I mm-hmm. didn't know that I was going to be a psychic for a living. I never woke up one day and said, "Oh, I'm going to be a psychic." You know, I mean. Just, didn't even cross my mind. I thought I was having fun, and I would take these cards in my purse all over the place to restaurants, to stores, and and I would say to waiters and waitresses, here, here, pull a card, and they'd pull a card, and, and I'd give them information, and, and they would tell me how right on I was. And, and this actually went on for two and a half years until a friend of mine said, geez, you know, you really should get paid for this, and I'm like, What? Pay, mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> and that's when uh, I went to that uh, three-day seminar that um, brought out my um, my confidence and everything like that, where mm-hmm. I could ask for pay,
1: mm-hmm. and
2: it took off like a rocket ship when I asked for pay. And, mm-hmm. and at that time, it's kind of funny because you know, working for the bank as I was, twenty dollars an hour to me was you know a real good thing. <laughs> We're talking about back in nineteen ninety-two,
1: <laughs> right? Yeah, that <laughs> and, was good salary.
2: Yeah, and, and the first month, well, the first three weeks, because this happened to me the first week of December of 92, and the, within the first three weeks, I had done 20 readings at $20 and made 400 over and above my regular job. Right.
1: <laughs> that was pretty exciting. <laughs>
2: well, I, I didn't know what was happening. It's like I had one lady in Arizona, here I am living in San Diego, that was sending me envelopes with with $20 bills in it and said, oh, I'm sending this and that person to you, and this and that friend is going to call you and, you know, and call this person for a reading. I'm paying for it. (laughs) It was like, it just boggled my mind. And it wasn't until about, oh, nine months or so later, because that happened, like I said, in December of 92. In 93, in in September is when I came to Sedona to Mm -hmm. visit. Mm -hmm. And that's when Spirit comes saying, you know, don't be afraid, and you're supposed to come and take your place amongst the leaders and the healers of the world. And, you know, I'm not gonna buy into that. It's like, yeah, right, you know. And <laughs> and it wasn't until I was driving home after my visit uh-huh. that um the radio station I was listening to I was about a half an hour east of Yuma, heading westbound towards San Diego. And the radio station I was listening to was, was fading in and out, you know, do-do-do-do-do, shh do-do-do-do-do, you know how it fades in and out. But I was being too lazy to change it. And I looked out the window And I see a train in the distance going the opposite direction. And I even thought to myself, huh, that's going back to Sedona. Hmm. And all of a sudden on the radio station, the song to dream the impossible dream came
3: across (laughs) loud
2: and clear. Uh Uh And it's Uh a long song. It never had any interruptions. It played all the way through the end. And when it ended, the show just went off the air, just. And so I was forced to switch to another station and the other station had this like. Hard rock and roll band screaming at me, "Don't be afraid, don't be afraid." And I went ah, and I clicked onto another station, and Mm -hmm. the third station had a song about Jesus. Mm Now you have to understand, I'm actually, I'm actually uh, spiritually based. I'm I'm Christ based. That's why Mm -hmm. I call myself a spiritual psychic. I was born, raised Roman Catholic. Right. And this song, and I'm, I'm gonna sing it for you if you don't mind. Well, go right ahead. Okay. Um, This song was uh, Shine the Light, Shine the Light, Shine His Everlasting Light. His heart is full of love and his words are always right. Shine the light, shine the light, shine his everlasting light. I'll walk in the path of the man with the nail stars in his hand. And Mm -hmm. I just knew Mm -hmm. I was supposed to be in Sedona. And I was Mm -hmm. crying and I was trying to get Mm -hmm. off the road because I couldn't see and I I, uh, I pulled off the road and called my girlfriends back in, in Sedona, and I'm crying on the phone saying, I got the message. I'm going <laughs> to move. <laughs> and a month later, I moved to Sedona. A life change, yeah. Yeah, and, and I, mean I didn't even know changed. why they brought me here because I ended up working for the Red Rock newspaper, and I got to know everybody in town within six months, and then I went on a road trip for ten days, and, uh-huh. and, and I came back, and I was working for a wholesale um, metaphysical company that sold – to metaphysical stores throughout the country. And then where yeah. I am right now at the Center for the New Age, she happened to be one of my local customers when I worked for the wholesale company. And when yeah. the company went down, when the company um, closed down, I had a vision about a, about a month beforehand that the owner was gathering us all together and he had tears in his eyes and was saying he was going to have to close down because he was top-heavy, he had too much going out rather than what was coming in. And, and sure enough, right. a month later... He closed uh, the store down, and I didn't know what to do. And my girlfriend had a birthday party for me. It was in October, uh, like ten days after the, you know, after they closed the the company down. And the okay,
1: I'm going to break in because we're going to go to break here. Okay, and I don't want to end in the middle of your story, but you're going to come and tell when we come back. You're going to tell us. When did you fully go into full-time psychic Good, reading? because that's where we're getting that's where we're heading. Yep. <laughs> I knew that was where we were going. Yep. So it was just around the corner. And then I know from there your career just took off and major things started happening yep. in Scotty's life. As she began and continues to this day to help many people, connect with their spiritual guides, which I know she has helped me and other people in our lives. So we will be back shortly with Scotty Little Star.
0: Transformational coach, motivational speaker and author Joyce Buford returns after this short break.
4: Everybody, everybody information about book publishing is power if there is a book in you, you want to listen, learn, and yes, call in with your questions each week. For more on Judith and what she can do for you, check out her website, thebookshepherd.com. It's your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. Brought to you by Author You and The Book Shepherd with your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Thursday evenings at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific.
0: Welcome back to this segment of Second Wind. Joyce Buford, the creator of Uncover Your Hidden Genius, continues in this segment to share insight that will help you live a life of greater purpose, fulfillment, and ease. Now here's our host,
2: author, and coach, Joyce Buford. What phone number to call and that kind of thing.
1: Here we go. We are back. What? We're back. (laughs) And we're trying to figure out a uh, little snafu that has happened because we want people to call us, but uh, they're having some difficulty getting to even listen to the radio show. But if you want to call in, you can call in on 877-864-4869. But that's if you get to TogiNet Radio and you're listening to the show. That number will give you a direct line to TogiNet Radio so that you can ask Scotty a question. So, and we do want you to call because Scotty has some answers for you. <laughs> so, anyway, Scotty, tell us you were telling us how long was it that you, before you went into full time psychic reading? Okay. Well, um, after I moved
2: to Sedona, because that's where we mm-hmm. left off as I had gotten the message to move here, mm-hmm. I had done all these, these other two jobs, and that was it, and ended up working at the Center for the New Age, exactly two years after I moved to Sedona. Mm-hmm. I moved in October of '93. Yeah, I started with the Center for the New Age in October of '95. And what was interesting is that, just like anybody else, I was full of skepticism, I, I doubts. Uh, it mm-hmm. freaked me out having to be, you know, on demand, you know, there when people mm. wanted you and that kind of thing rather than just out of your home and whenever you felt like it kind of thing. And and um, luckily, a lady I had met back in San Diego, Laura Wynn, um, she used to be the spiritual counselor for Synanon back in the 60s, 70s, and 80s. And mm-hmm. Synanon was formed to help drug addicts, alcoholics, prostitutes get off their addictions. Oh, and that's uh-huh. what her role was. And so she right. started coming by and visiting me, and it was more often and more often and more often she helped me to be my best. Right. Whenever I had a problem, question, issue, she was there all the time visiting me. And then it mm. got to the point where I had, she had just arrived, and I would get a reading, And I didn't want her to leave, so I'd ask my clients. I'd say, hey, you you know, my mentor is here. Uh, She'll stay out of it, and she'll stay quiet. Do you mind doing the reading with her in the room? And and they always said no. And so then I got to learn even faster, because if I had any problems, you know, in a a reading or whatever, when the person left, I would talk to Laura Mm -hmm. about it, and Mm -hmm. she would help me. I mean, she's the one that actually told me when I was trying to talk to a lady about free will, because a lot of people really don't understand that they have free will to make choices. And when the lady left, and I said, why was that reading like pulling teeth? And she thought about it, and she said, well, your readings are only as good as the level of your client's consciousness.
1: (laughs) No.
3: Uh, But it helped me. Yeah.
2: And it also helped me to give out the information because I had so many doubts. I would see and hear and stuff during the Mm -hmm. reading that I didn't tell my client about because – I didn't believe it. I thought it was bizarre or crazy. And, and then I'd say something afterwards, and, and they'd say, God, I wish you'd say that during the reading, or God, I wish you'd said that on the recording. And, right. You know, and she taught me, and I, and I try to teach people this all the time now, is pay attention not only to what you see, hear, and feel, whatever you get, mm-hmm. but don't be afraid to put the information out there, whether you believe it or not or whether you think they're going to get it or not. That's right. not your role. You know, right. I mean, we're all playing the part, and we have to let God allow Himself to come through us in whatever way that looks like, and just to play our part by giving out the information and not worrying about whether the person gets it or not. Because, you know, maybe we're supposed to tell them nine times, and one other person's supposed to come along and tell them the tenth time, and they get it.
1: Yeah. Right. So that's fine. You play your part. Yeah. Well, I do have a caller on the line. Mm -hmm. So are you willing, are you ready to take a caller? Okay. Her name is Kate. And so uh, we'll get her on the line. I'm here. Okay. Welcome. Mm -hmm. Kate, welcome. (laughs) This is Scotty. So ask your question, Scotty. Mm -hmm. Hi, how are you?
3: I'm well, thank you. Um, I've been uh, believing so much in all the spiritual path and everything that you've been talking about for many, 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 many years. And I've lived in several places. Recently, I moved back to Florida, which I lived in 13 years ago, Mm -hmm. because I enjoyed the climate. I enjoyed the people. I enjoyed everything here. So I'm back here looking for work. At the age of 72, I have a small Social Security check, and I just need, I want some confirmation that I'm in the right place. I've lived in, I was born in Texas and lived in Minnesota. Well, you followed uh, your own
2: God's God's guidance, right, to move to Florida, and you feel good good there?
3: I do. I feel good.
2: Because I always tell people to pay attention to how you feel. Because you have a lot to offer people, you know. Seventy-two to me is like is like forty years old. Okay, <laughs> I'm going on sixty myself. Here,
1: here, I agree. Yeah, and the
2: older I get, the more the more older people look younger to me. <laughs> and but the thing is, is that you pay attention to how you feel because I'm I personally am feeling like you seem to be your energy feels like it wants to help people, and I yes, remember a yogi type of person or Swami when I finally got up to him to ask a question after standing in line for hours, I had forgot what my question was. And I asked him, I said, how can I help my fellow mankind better? And he said this to me, and I'm going to say it to you, help those you can and grieve not for those you can't. See, so you've got a lot mm-hmm. of experience, Kate, a lot of background and Whatever your guide is do, I don't care if it's going and volunteering at your local church or some, some mm-hmm. group thing that you might be connected to because that will lead you to doing your God's work. And it might even be a person you meet while you're volunteering. I don't care if it's to help people to read or to take people out and get them out of their houses. Do you see what I'm saying? Whatever turns yep. you on is your God's work okay. in that moment.
3: Okay. All right. I understand it. Um, and you're right on there because um, I've been helping people stay healthy after yep. being a pharmaceutical sales for a while. So, I uh, just and you may uh, want to put on
2: to... you may want to put on little gatherings or events or whatever in your area. You may want to you know advertise uh, it by going to places where um, a lot of people uh, are th- that need that kind of information. Whether it's you know uh, mm-hmm. 55 plus mobile home parks or um, you know c- senior centers centers or whatever. You know, everybody okay. needs to have more education to treat themselves better, to live a better, happier, healthier life. And you have a big part in that, Kate. You do.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. right. Thank you very much. Oh, Thank thanks for calling you, in. Thanks. I know so many of us use that age thing, and it kind of stops us. We think when we arrive at an age, why is that, Scotty? <laughs> well, <we're laughs> what is that about? we're pre-programmed
2: you know my mentor always taught me that too you know you get these people that are they're maybe 68 years old they're not even 70 and they're already walking with walkers and they're all bent over and this and that it's because yeah. they didn't take care of themselves because on on their deep soul level their consciousness you know i mean first of all their conscious which is not their deep soul level got the information as they were growing up that oh you know i but they hear it from their parents they hear it from a other people, you know, oh, by the time I'm 70, I need to be retired and, and I need to be taken care of. And that's why a lot of them are in care homes and, and, they're, and they're not able to take care of themselves. But yet you see the smart ones that mm-hmm. kept moving, kept vibrant, kept doing whatever they
1: were guided to do, kept happy. Mm-hmm. You know, the happier you are, the healthier you are. Yeah. But I believe they can also start wherever they are. If they they wake up today and they are on that walker, they can start slowly recapturing their strength and moving on. We always have the capacity to change. Yeah. Yeah. You and I are right on there. Now I do want to get into this because I find it really, really interesting. You know, your message so far that I've heard is to have faith and trust in ourselves that we are complete, that we are a knowing inside of us that we need to pull on to um gather around us and trust. And so there's a something that I want to talk about. We we're very close to break, but it's about your spiritual guides. Mm-hmm. And and you know, I almost think the, the example that you gave us about the music, the messages through the music that you mm-hmm. experienced, I mean, so many, several of us, many of us would have heard that and it would have totally flown by. I mean, it would have just skimmed over the top of our heads. We would never have picked up on that those songs were giving us messages.
5: Mm-hmm.
1: And so I think being in the right place and open to receive messages is, is really key, isn't it? Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, paying attention to the synchronicities. We, we call them quinky dinks. <laughs> <laughs> quinky dinks. Quinky dinks. Oh, there's another quinky dink, you know. <laughs> and, in fact, I had to have um, an agreement with Spirit that if they told me or showed me something twice, uh-huh. I would tell my client whether I believed it or not because I was such a hardhead and and disbelieving and you know I mean how can I do a job as a as a reader when I'm when I'm thinking everything I'm getting is is coming from my head or it's bizarre or I'm making it up or whatever which I would never make it up because I'm, I'm a Libra right. I'm all about the truth but right. um, no that's that's again that's something the that Lord helped me with what people need to do is to pay attention to wherever they feel the strongest if it's the solar plexus if it's their gut instincts whatever they want to call it. When mm-hmm. something's happening around them, or they're reading about something, or they're thinking about taking a vacation, or going out with this or that guy, if in their solar plexus, or their, wherever they feel strongly, their gut, mm-hmm. if they get a sound that's like, or, or, not a sound, but uh, a feeling that's like, ugh, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's their highest self, their spirit guides, their God self, telling them whatever's going on might not be in their best and highest good, or just don't do it at all. Mm-hmm. But if it feels open, uplifting, positive, then that's the green light to move forward. But see, people so often, they get that uh, energy, but then Mm -hmm. they go to their brain. I mean, we all do this. Yeah, we do. And and the best way our spiritual teachers and guides connect with us is through the physical body because we have the ability to feel. Right. And then the next step is through the mind. I mean, all the time, you know, you you start to ask yourself a question and, bam, you get interrupted with the answer. Well, that's because our spiritual teachers and guides know exactly what we're going to say before we utter a word and know yeah. exactly what we're going to think before we think it. And if yeah. we would follow through, because this is the key, this is the key to actually developing that higher sense, that connection to what's right and what's wrong for you, being guided correctly, is yeah. if you follow through with the first thing you got, 99.9% of the time you're going to be right. And if you don't, you keep doubting it, you keep asking the question differently, you keep getting a different answer, then 99.9% of the time you'll be wrong.
1: Okay, I'm going to break here Mm -hmm. because we are breaking for a... Okay, ma'am.
0: Transformational coach, motivational speaker, and author, Joyce Buford returns after this short break.
4: Is there more living for you to do? Yes.
5: Have you ever wondered if you're normal, or why you feel distant from your partner? Then join us for Sex Talk with Lou with your host Lou Paget on Toginet Wednesday nights nine eight Central. Do you want to recreate a truly connected relationship, or wonder how do I tell my kids about things? Join Lou Paget, one of the world's best-selling authors in the field of sexuality, a certified sex educator and sought-after expert for all media and her renowned expert guests as they discuss anything and everything about sex that impacts our lives and our families' lives. For more on Lou, check out her website, LouPaget.com. This is the show where the best experts in the field of sexuality and sexual health can finally give you the answer to that question. Join us for Sex Talk with Lou with your host, Lou Padgett, Wednesday nights at 9, 8 central on toginet.com.
0: Welcome back to this segment of Second Wave. Joyce Buford, the creator of Uncover Your Hidden Genius, continues in this segment to share insight that will help you live a life of greater purpose, fulfillment, and ease. Now here's our host, author, and coach, Joyce Buford.
1: Welcome. We are talking today with Scotty, Little Star, a spiritual psychic who lives in Sedona, Arizona and works for the Center for the New Age. Now, before break, we were talking about spiritual guides, and I want to share a story that I experienced after visiting with Scotty for the first time. It was about a year ago, and my friend and I had gone out to Sedona for a holiday. We immediately saw the the um center across the street from where we were staying. So we went over and had and I met Scotty. Now, I believe, you know, Scotty and I were connected not just out of chance, but that it was really meant to be. So in my reading with Scotty, she told me about a spiritual guide that I had, which is a dear aunt of mine, dear Aunt Pauline. And I'm so happy to know that she is with me always. And um, she said that when Aunt Pauline would try to communicate me, it would be through a shiny penny, and I would that was a way of knowing that she was around. So I took that information went home. Now, my Aunt Pauline had traveled the world. For many, many years. And she was uh, just an awesome lady. Full spirit, very, very wonderful lady. So, as my daughter and I got out at the Dallas airport, getting ready to check our luggage, going on a mother-daughter trip to Italy, which was a dream trip for us, there on the ground was a bright, (laughs) copper, new... Penny, a message from Aunt Pauline. And I just laughed with excitement to know she was there with us because Aunt Pauline would have been there in person had she been able to be because she'd so loved to travel and she would have loved to have been part. And she was a part of the whole adventure, you know, in a different realm than what a, a physical realm. And it was just such Scotty. It was just, I, mean, <laughs> I so love that. I will never forget it. It was a great, great moment for me. But, you know, we're moving on because I think there's much that we need to know about relationships. I believe women need to trust themselves. Women and men need to trust themselves more. What are those messages? So how could we use those messages and in, in like Helping our relationships be fuller and better and with the right people.
2: Well, in the beginning, when you're dating someone, um, again, you want to pay attention to that small voice, that nagging feeling, or that instant uh, energy, if you get that. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, even I, after I broke up with my boyfriend in early 2002, went online and connected. I actually had a, a minister. Connect with me out of, uh, out of Colorado, and I thought, Oh, how great! You know, this guy's a minister, and you know, I'm a spiritual psychic. I mean, that would be wonderful, you know, a uh, wonderful partner for me. See, so I was going into my head.
1: Mm-hmm. And
2: when he sent me his picture, my instant gut instinct was like, Ew. <laughs> and I yes. didn't pay attention to that. Now let me tell you something. Mm-hmm. Just because someone's a minister doesn't mean that they're wearing a halo and that they're really a good person, you know? Right, right. Because within uh-huh. within days, I mean days of just contacting and, and calling on the phone and this and that I, I found that he had quite a weird uh predilection, although he didn't he never told me. I figured it out, you know, and Mm -hmm. and I I actually told him, I said, don't you ever call me or I'll tell your whole parish, (laughs) you know, what's going on. Because Uh, that's why he was looking outside of his area uh, mm -hmm. for for women. And I won't say what, you know, the predilection was, but that's Mm -hmm. what I'm saying. My mentor, she beat the heck out of me for two months or so after that. Yes, you didn't pay attention to what you felt, did you? You didn't pay attention to that initial gut instinct. And so she drilled that into me to have faith and trust in what we get. And if you follow through, because you're going to be 99.9% of the time correct, it'll get stronger and you'll have more confidence in what you get. And In fact, I like telling this story. If you do not do anything to connect with your higher self, your guides, God, whatever you want to call it, and, and start having more faith and trust in what you get, Let's say you're always doing the doubt thing. You're always thinking it's coming from you. You use those doubtful words like bizarre or that's crazy because see, even right. words carry a connotation. Let's yes. say you're out in the middle of the desert, okay? Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden in your head you hear, get out of the way. And you look mm-hmm. up at the sky. There's not a <laughs> cloud in the sky. There's no planes. You right. look miles away from you, you don't see any cars, nothing's coming around, you're just there all by yourself out in the middle of the desert, and all of a sudden, boom, you're hit by a meteorite and you're dead. Mm -hmm. You didn't get out of the way. But let's say you have been paying attention to this, you do follow through, and you've gained that confidence to where it becomes like second nature to you. Mm -hmm. I like that, second wind, second nature. (laughs) (laughs) And you hear that, you know, get out of the way. And you just step aside without even thinking because mm-hmm. it's second nature. You just follow through. And when that meteorite comes down and hits the ground, you're safe and you're alive.
5: Mm-hmm. I mean, it's
2: that simple. is paying attention yes. to how you feel and mm-hmm. following through. And, mm-hmm. and when we're looking at, at, at relationships, too, you want to treat and, – and I'm talking to the women on this part because otherwise I would say it to a man, treat yourself like a king. But I love that phrase that she taught me is when you treat yourself like a queen – and that doesn't mean that men have to grovel at your feet. But when, right. when, when, when you treat yourself like a queen, you won't allow anyone to treat you any less. Right. And, and well, we have to be careful yeah. because once we get into a relationship and we're, we're having a, you know, an intimate relationship with a man, mm-hmm. things start to change in the brain. We have a chemical in the back of our brain called oxytocin. And it mm-hmm. literally physiologically changes when we make to a, love to a man several times. Mm-hmm. We want to live, live with him. You know, we want to cleave on to him. We want to li- see him more often, live with him. And if we're young enough, we want to get married to him and have his babies. And, right. and this is the reason why when men and women break up, it takes women longer to get over the relationship. because It takes them longer for the oxytocin levels to go back to normal.
1: How long is long? I've known people to go on for years.
2: Well, can I teach you something that my mentor taught me to help you with that? Because it's really hilarious, but it it, it helped me to get over it. After I broke up with my boyfriend, she was, you know, again, she was visiting me all the time. And it's like six months later. Mm
3: -hmm. And she
2: helped me through it. She helped me understand his his issue, his addiction, which I couldn't be around. And, (laughs)
1: Mm -hmm. you know,
2: she helped me to understand addictions. She helped me understand, you know, relationships. And six months later, I'm still talking about him. Right. And all of a sudden, it was so funny. She says to me, she goes, when you go to take a dump, do you turn around and pick it up and examine it from every angle? And I'm like, <laughs> uh, no, because I mean, I was shocked she even said that to me. Yeah. And And she goes, that's right. You flush it down through the pipes into the sewer. And that's the last you thought about it. And I'm like, Uh, well what does that have to do with my our our conversation she goes because anything that's just happened to you is something that you've just dumped and no amount of thinking about it talking about it or examining it is going to change it it's still a turd (laughs) So i I call that laura's turd theory
1: (laughs) yes yes, (laughs) because we can apply that to anything
2: and 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 it helps us to move on yes because so many people that come to me it's like it could have been a Six months ago, it could have been years ago. They mm-hmm. always want to try to understand this relationship. And let me tell you something, ladies, he's not thinking about you. Mm-hmm. Why would you waste your precious time, your energy, your money during a reading mm-hmm. asking mm-hmm. a question like that when mm-hmm. nothing good is going to come out of it for you? You move mm-hmm. on.
1: Uh hmm Uh hmm Um. Which is the, is the diff, really difficult part for a woman. Really difficult part. Um, so do you have advice as to how they move on or you just do move on? Do what they just, love. Yeah, do what Go they love. Go the, you know
2: immerse themselves into creating whatever they want to create. If they want to create a new business, if they want to travel someplace, if they want you know, start, to start a new uh, gathering in their area, I mean, do okay. whatever they need to do that makes them feel good.
3: Right. Absolutely.
2: Yeah. And because you sit around and you're at home and you're pining away, you're not, hurt, you're not hurting him.
1: You're hurting right. yourself. Yeah. Well, you know, in my teaching and, and in my group courses that I do, I, one of the very first segments is always about self-love. Mm-hmm. I think there's way too many of us that grow up without that very important key. You must love yourself. And by the time we are actually dealing with relationships, our focus has turned from inward, where we come in as babies, to outward. And so we are always thinking about other people. How can I be happy with other people? I need other people. And we forget we can love ourselves enough to support ourselves through whatever transition we're going through, just to have a great day. Look in the mirror and say, I love you. That'll and, throw the, a lot of people over the edge.
2: <laughs> well, what, most, what a lot of women are guilty of, and, and I certainly was too, uh-huh. um, having grown up feeling for whatever dumb reason, because, you know, it certainly wasn't like I wasn't, but I think for some reason, whatever different reasons people get, they don't feel like they were, they're were they loved or they're not loved enough. And, and then we turn that around, and we do everything for everybody. Right. And on some subconscious level, it's in that uh-huh. hope that we'll get that love the attention, the acknowledgement mm-hmm. that we need. Well, we need right. to give it
1: to ourselves. Oh, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. And it starts with very baby, very basic baby steps. Just mm-hmm. look in the mirror and say you love that person that's looking back at you. Well, you and know, there's
2: that phrase that Marianne Williamson did. is It's simply called the quote. You can, like, Google it online
1: mm-hmm. and look
2: up the words the quote and then print it out. Um, Mm -hmm. I mean, years ago, I used to tell some of my clients to do that and look at it and read it out loud three times in the morning, three times in the evening before they go to bed. And that's that that one where she says, you know, um, you know, how can you think so small or, you know, know I'm talking about the quote. No, I'm going to look it up after the show. Oh, it's it's wonderful and it's empowering. Mm -hmm. And -hmm. and so if you can get somebody to say that to themselves or read it three times Mm -hmm. a day, it helps to build their self-esteem or build, you know, their their inner core. Yeah.
1: That's yeah. Marianne Williamson from Houston, Texas, I yeah. believe. Oh, of course. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she is. Oh, Texas girls. Yeah. Well, we have to, we're have. we going to go shortly to a break. And uh, so when we come back, we'll be. I really want people to know how they can get to you. So uh, we'll get that information ready for them where they can call for readings, where they can call you at your home or the office, and where they can find you in Sedona, Arizona, Mm -hmm. at the (laughs) Center for the New Age. So we will be back with our final segment with Scotty. If you do want to call in, it's 877-864-4869. We'll be back shortly to visit more with Scotty.
0: Transformational coach, motivational speaker, and author, Joyce Buford, returns after this short break.
4: I am not the woman I used to be. I'm free with Minister Diane Jones.
6: Faith, Identity, tradition. Latina life is never boring, but it can be muy dramática. So how do you coexist between the old school ways of la abuela and the new school life you're creating for yourself, without losing your faith, familia, identity, or tradiciones? Welcome to Living Latina with Francesca Escoto. Where culture curls and curves collide in one spicy cross-cultural conversation that will leave you begging for mas. Francesca tackles all the important issues, from politics to family values to religion to
0: Welcome back to this segment of Second World. Joyce Buford, the creator of Uncover Your Hidden Genius, continues in this segment to share insight that will help you live a life of greater purpose, fulfillment, and ease. Now here's our host, author, and coach, Joyce Buford.
1: Welcome. We are having a great time here this morning talking with Scotty, Little Star. But before we go back to our conversation, I want to tell you about a workshop that I'm going to be having on May the 6th, which is Wednesday. Have you ever had the thought of living your life without limits? Isn't that an awesome thought? Could you live life without any limits? What would it look like? What are your limits? How are they stopping you? Why do they stop you? And how can you get rid of them? Well, that's what we're going to be talking about on May the 6th. It's going to be a workshop from 9 to 12. It's going to be at the One Realty Center, my favorite place for having such events, in Tyler, Texas. You can sign up for this really awesome workshop on Eventbrite. And it's under Live a Life Without Limits Event. It's $67. The early, early bird is $67. 97 at the door on May the 6th. So please take advantage of this, this wonderful opportunity, and I hope you'll be there with us. It will be life-changing. Promise. Now, Scotty, when we were talking about relationships, there are those relationships today that are maybe struggling, needing a little Boost a second wind. <laughs> so, uh, how can we re- improve a relationship that's struggling?
2: Well, you know, my my mentor always taught me that um, people really were never taught how to listen, and so many times after, you know, even sometimes six months, it could be years, the the relationship starts to break down, and the couple starts to argue mm-hmm. about the little dumbest things. They just start to argue. Yeah. And, and she told, taught me this, and I call it how not to ever argue. And the, and the thing is, is the key here is, is that they, the, 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 the couple needs to make a, a, a contract with each other, an agreement, that they mm-hmm. will follow through with this technique. And, mm-hmm. and here it is. It's whoever starts the argument first, doesn't matter what it's about, whoever starts arguing first, the other person just listens they don't retaliate in kind, they don't argue back. They just listen. They don't get up and walk away because they don't know what to say. They just yeah. listen. They yeah. don't try to fix what's going on with the person. They mm-hmm. just listen. And if they do have anything to say, they have to wait until the next day. See, we're taught wrong. We're taught, "Oh, I never go to bed angry," and and we always talk before we go to bed. And that's fine for most couples if that works for them. I'm not mm-hmm. saying it doesn't. Yeah. But for some couples If they wait until late at night and then they feel like they got to start bringing up the issue again, they're arguing until the wee hours of the morning and they didn't get any sleep.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Right. So if the other person has anything to say, they have to wait till the next day. Now, with women, I know how how women feel since I'm a woman. When when women ask, uh, or when women are upset and they're yelling and screaming and this and that, and all of a sudden the guy starts back at them and he starts yelling and screaming too, on a subconscious level, they're thinking, like, oh, I I didn't mean to get him upset at me. Mm-hmm. I, I just wanted him to hear me.
1: Right. That's really yeah. what's going on here. Mhm. Yeah. But well I was married to a fixer <laughs> and I don't know if that's common to most men. Um it it's I'm thinking it is, but I could be wrong. Um they want to fix the problem. That's right. That's why they have to
2: just learn how to listen. Let the woman, let, let the air out of her sails. Don't say anything. Just allow, allow, allow. Let her to run through the whole thing. Right. But see, she needs to do that if he's the one that starts first, too. This mm. is just teaching each other how to listen by how mm. not to ever argue. But they both mm. have to employ the technique. Right. Now, if you don't mind, do you want me to give out my uh, information of how they can contact me? Oh,
1: I definitely want them to know that
5: information.
2: Well, uh, I've been at the Center for the New Age now going on 20 years this year. I'm their senior Mm -hmm. psychic, and the Center for the New Age's website is www.sedona, S-E-D-O-N-A, newagestore.com. And when they get to the page, they can click on to have a psychic reading, and it pulls down all the readers and, and healers and, everyone that works there, and they can just click on to my name, Scotty, and it takes mm-hmm. them to my page. And on mm-hmm. my page there's a video of me explaining how I do my, you know, how spirit works through me. Um, yes. There are testimonials on there. There's articles I've written. Um, mm-hmm. There's even some live, a live interview with a woman that uh, was extremely skeptical, <laughs> and she was a doctor. Um, and so they can go to that. Or they can call the center's main office number, 928 928- 282-2085. That's 928-282-2085. And when they ask for me, it'll get transferred to the concierge and she can take care of them. Or they can yeah. call my home phone. Um I've got an answer machine on my home phone. It's nine two eight two oh three four I'm sorry, I'm giving my private office number. Uh okay. 928-203-4654. But my home phone is 928 928- Two zero four zero seven eight seven. That's my home phone.
1: Okay, and you'd prefer they call on that line. They can call any line they All want. Right. They'll get a hold of me. <laughs> okay, <laughs> and they want to. Now, y'all, it's important that you do this for you. Okay, call and uh, Scotty will uh, connect you with the information that you need to hear. So, Scotty, in the relationships that you. We're kind enough about the arguing. It. Why is it that we don't listen? Why do you think that is? We're not taught. We're not taught. There's do you so think we never
2: we're come into with- just life lessons? I mean, we have to learn through our lessons, and a lot of people don't learn. But we're not taught how to interact with people, how to listen.
1: Hmm. Well, you know, that's one of the most difficult things. I am a fairly new um, meditator, a person mm-hmm. that meditates. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is, of course, practicing the skills of listening, listening to that inner voice that we all have. But and I would say in the beginning, that is the challenge mm-hmm. to be able to sit and quiet your mind and actually listen to what's Wanting to be right, sad. Connecting with your feelings mm-hmm. and how you feel
2: because, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of people are running around out there. They are so disconnected to their feelings. They don't even know how to express how they feel. Right. They don't yeah. even know when they're happy or what would make them happy.
1: Mm-hmm. They almost let the TV tell them what makes them happy. Exactly. <laughs> okay. Yeah. We listen to that and it programs mm-hmm. us. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I. Uh, Another way, another um, activity that I did the day that I visited with you in Sedona, and I can't wait to go back for my next visit, but there is something called the aura fields. Can you tell us just a little bit about what that is? Oh, yes.
2: The aura field is the energy that is around us that can actually be captured on special cameras. As a matter of fact, the Center for the New Age has one of the best aura photography machines I've ever seen. Mm. I get mine done there practically every year for my birthday. Ah. And, um, in fact, Jamie, that's the owner's daughter, Uh Uh is is the best one to to go to. I mean, she's quick. She gives you a a whole reading on your auric field when you see it. Mm -hmm. And it can change from day to day. So it's like it's not just you running around with the same colors all your life, how you feel, how you think. Whatever is going on in your life can literally change the colors. Yeah. When, I, well, when I was creating the radio show I had back in 1993, I had a lot of yellow around because that's, that's going into the consciousness. I was concerned yeah. about organization, uh, getting speakers. You know, I was, I was mm-hmm. doing every single detail of creating that radio show. Right. So I had a lot of yellow around me. When you're yeah. like you, you're probably changing yours a lot more to blue around you. If you had, did you have your aura picture
1: taken? I did, and it was yellow.
2: Ah, that's so interesting because you're in the you're in the middle of creating Mm
1: -hmm. yeah
2: you're in your mind you're working over all kinds of details you're you're organizing yeah but see with you meditating more Mm -hmm. you watch you're going to change that more to blue because that's the more calm serene connected with the other realms energy
1: Mm -hmm. well okay well, I'm going to look forward to my next uh, aura picture so that I can see how it has changed. And it does it change within a year? Could it change within a week? It can Just change all, daily. In, daily. Oh my oh, goodness. Oh yeah. It
2: depends upon what we're going through. Now, some right. people, um, they're you know maybe um, an older person is retired. They're not out there interacting mm-hmm. with the public much, and they're pretty set in their ways, or they're comfortable you know, in their home all the time, then a lot of times they won't change as much because they don't have as much going on.
1: Well, I look forward to my next up picture, but Scotty, we are approaching the end of our time together today. And it's been a real pleasure having you. you on sharing your wisdom, sharing your story and how open you were about your doubts. And as you became really the master that you are today in your scale. So um, I enjoy our time together. And I know from listeners, if you want a good reading, I strongly suggest you call Scotty um, Little Star. So thank you, Scotty, for being with us today. Thank you so much, Joyce. Uh, It was a pleasure. Yeah, yeah. And... As we go through this week, I hope that you will reflect on what Scotty has shared with us today, the words of wisdom, and you will stop and listen to the little messages that you get from the inside of you. Now, Second Wind will be with you next week, as we always love to talk with you on Tuesdays. And so I appreciate each one of you for being here, whether you're listening live or you're listening to the podcast, you're an important part of Second Wind. And I hope through our visits, you gain strength to give yourself a lighter load as you go through your story. Life is about joy and happiness. If you're not having that, I want you to reflect on listening to the voices that are telling you how your life can have more of that each day. Make a change. Make a decision to change. And you can be happy every day. Thank you for being with us today. It's wonderful.
0: Joyce Buford returns next week at this same time for another edition of Second Wind through the Joyce Buford Empowerment System. Women are receiving support during their transition and are able to reclaim their true purpose and strength. They receive the tools they need to map out new lives. You can find out more about her coaching services at...